For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Hot Off The Wire, a daily podcast that looks at the top news, business, sports, and entertainment stories as reported by the Associated Press. I'm Terry Lipschitz, Managing Editor of the National Newsroom at Lee Enterprises and your curator of news. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. And now the latest headlines. Prosecutors say that Alexander Smirnoff falsely told FBI agents in June 2020 that executives associated with the Ukrainian energy company Burisma paid Hunter and Joe Biden $5 million each in 2015 and 2016. The allegations became a flashpoint in Congress over the summer as Republicans demanded that the FBI release the unredacted form documenting the allegations. The Smirnoff charges were filed by Justice Department Special Counsel David Weiss, who has separately charged Hunter Biden with firearm and tax violations. Smirnoff was indicted on charges of making a false statement and creating a false and fictitious record. I'm Lisa Dwyer. A verdict could come today in Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York. Trump could be hit with millions of dollars in penalties and other sanctions. The judge already has ruled that Trump inflated his wealth on financial statements that were given to banks, insurers, and others to make deals and secure loans. New York Attorney General Letitia James estimates that Trump exaggerated his wealth by as much as $3.6 billion, and she wants the former president to have to pay $370 million in penalties and to be banned from doing business in the state. Trump has denied any wrongdoing, and his attorneys say that if the judge rules against him, they will appeal. I'm Donna Water. Donald Trump's harsh money trial begins March 25th in New York with jury selection, despite the former president's lawyers arguing the case needs to be delayed because of his three other criminal cases and because he needs to campaign. Instead of being in South Carolina and other states campaigning, I'm stuck here. It's an election interference case. Trump made those remarks in the hallway. In court, he was quietly conferring with his lawyers while they went back and forth with the judge and prosecutors over prospective juror questions, including whether they believe the election was stolen. Also in court, Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, who brought the case against Trump, sitting two rows behind prosecutors. In Manhattan Criminal Court, I'm Julie Walker. Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis is hitting back at misconduct claims that threaten the future of the Donald Trump election interference case in Georgia. Trump wants Willis and her team off the case because of a romantic relationship with Nathan Wade, the man she picked to prosecute Trump. Willis says to her, a man is not a plan. There was tension always in our relationship, which is why I was give him his money back. I don't need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. Willis pointed out Trump attorney Ashley Merchant's interests are contrary to democracy. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial. Nathan Wade also admitted having sex with Willis during his separation from his estranged wife, even though he claimed in a divorce filing 
That wasn't the case. I met Donahue. Police in Kansas City are investigating a shooting outside the city's historic Union Station that marred the end of the Chiefs' Super Bowl celebration. There are 23 victims of yesterday's shooting. Police Chief Stacy Graves says three people were detained and firearms have been recovered. This appeared to be a dispute between several people that ended in gunfire. Radio station KKFI-FM identified DJ Lisa Lopez-Galvin as the mother of two who was killed. Paul Contreras of Bellevue, Nebraska talked to KETV. One guy was hollering saying, you know, stop him. He was one of the bystanders who helped tackle a suspected gunman. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve. Investigators are asking witnesses and victims to call a dedicated hotline as they gather more information. I'm Jennifer King. AP Sports, I'm Tom Merriam. NCAA women's basketball has a new scoring queen. Here's AP's Bruce Morton on the crowning achievement. University of Iowa star Caitlin Clark has broken the NC2A women's scoring record. She did it just a little over two minutes after the opening tip of the Hawkeyes game against Michigan. That was never really my goal to get it done really fast, but um, made my first couple shots, so was able to get another one up pretty fast, and um, it was nice to get it done there fairly quick so we could just kind of move on and focus on winning the basketball game. Clark went into the game needing just eight points to pass Kelsey Plum of the University of Washington, who set the previous mark in 2017. Clark finished with 49 points, adding 13 assists and 5 rebounds in the Hawkeyes' 106-89 victory over the Wolverines. On the men's side, the only AP Top 10 team in action, second-ranked Purdue, overcame a 10-point deficit to top Minnesota 84-76. Zach Eady again led the way for the Boilermakers with 24 points and 15 rebounds. A big night, too, for guard Braden Smith, who contributed 16 points, 8 rebounds, and 9 assists. Whether it's a good game, bad game, I mean, we're still together and we're still um, confident in ourselves. So I think at the end of the day, when you have people like that that are willing to kind of put others first um, and still just keep your head and keep working, um, get a result like that. Just three games in the NBA on the eve of the All-Star break. Minnesota routed the Trailblazers in Portland 128-91. Chris Finch's Timberwolves will go into the break with the best record in the Western Conference. For the most part, it's been great. You know, like we've bounced back from tough losses very, very well. Um, you know, we've had a few slip-ups for sure, like everybody does, but it's not been like a, a pattern of it. The Warriors outscored the Jazz 140-137 as Klay Thompson came off the bench for the first time since his rookie year in 2012 to score 35 points. I embraced it before tip. And, uh, I mean, I deserved it, really. I didn't, didn't respond to the not playing at the end of the game well last night. I kind of took it out on the assistant coaches. And the Bucks fell to the Grizzlies 113-110. Milwaukee is now just 3-7 and seven under Doc Rivers, but Rivers will be coaching the Eastern Conference team in Sunday's All-Star game. With more on the NBA All-Star break, here's AP's Bruce Morton. It'll be a mixture of familiar and new faces at the weekend, culminating with Sunday's game in Indianapolis. For LeBron James, this will be his 20th All-Star game and 21st All-Star weekend in his 21 NBA seasons. Many of the 54 players who will be part of the weekend's on-court festivities began arriving on Thursday. They include first-timers Paolo Banchero, Scotty Barnes, and Tyrese Maxey. I'm Bruce Morton. Coming up, a busy night in the NHL, and Tiger Woods is back in action. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, 
you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 12 games in the National Hockey League on Thursday. One of the headline matchups was in Tampa between two recent Stanley Cup champion teams and their scoring leaders. AP's Walt Marcicano has the details. The Tampa Bay Lightning pocketed two big points, defeating the visiting Colorado Avalanche 6-3 Thursday. Nikita Kucherov notched two goals, including the game winner and an assist. Colorado's Nathan McKinnon finished with two assists. The two continued their neck-and-neck race for the NHL scoring title, with Kucherov currently ahead with 93 points. Linemate Braden Point, who had a goal and an assist in the game, commented on Kucherov's amazing scoring ability. I think he's pretty, uh, pretty dialed in to having our team win. Um, he's a very uh, unselfish player. Um, just wants us to win. The Rangers scored four goals in a little over four minutes in the second period, en route to a 7-4 victory over the Canadiens. Chris Kreider scored a hat-trick. Adam Fox assisted on four of New York's goals. We've been playing some good hockey. I think, you know, we battled hard last game and, uh, you know, maybe came out a little, you know, thinking it would be easy in the first and, uh, you know, regrouped after that and came out hard in the second and got some goals. The Panthers won their 10th straight road game 4-0 in Buffalo. The Kraken surprised the Bruins in Boston 4-1. The Maple Leafs came from behind to edge the Flyers 4-3 in overtime. The Stars routed the Predators 9-2, and the Kings edged the Devils, as AP's Dave Ferry reports. David Riddick and special teams lifted the Kings past the Devils 2-1. Riddick made 26 saves and blanked the Devils after Quinton Byfield notched a tie-breaking power play goal for L.A. with 5.37 left. The other goals were scored on Devils' power plays, beginning with Andre Kopitar breaking the ice while the Kings were shorthanded in the second period. About four minutes later, Tyler Toffoli tied it for the Devils with the man advantage. Nico Dawes made several terrific saves in the second period and finished with 27 stops for the Devils. Dave Ferry, Newark, New Jersey. Also on the ice, the surging Blues down the Oilers 6-3. The Sharks beat the Flames by that same score. The Ducks over the Senators 5-1. The Canucks defeated the Red Wings 4-1. And the Penguins also topped the Blackhawks 4-1 as Connor Bedard returned to action for Chicago. Golf Tiger Woods returned to action for the first time this year in a PGA tournament. The 15-time major champion shot a one-over par 72, though he felt back spasms playing the final hole of the first round of the Genesis Invitational which Patrick Cantley leads with a 7-under 64. Auto racing, seven-time NASCAR champion and newest Hall of Fame inductee Jimmy Johnson made a dramatic three-wide move through the final turn in order to barely qualify for his 21st Daytona 500 on Sunday. Tom Merriam, AP Sports. A private company's lunar lander's been blasted into space. At Florida's Cape Canaveral... Three, two, one, ignition, and liftoff. Go SpaceX... Go IM-1 and the Odysseus Lunar Lander. A SpaceX rocket took Intuitive Machines Lunar Lander for a trip to the moon. Travel time's about a week, and if the touchdown is successful, it would be the first U.S. moon landing in more than 50 years. NASA has some experiments on board as well, hoping to get a head start on a moon mission that's slated for later this decade. I'm Jackie Quinn. Several patients have died in a southern Gaza hospital as oxygen runs out after it was stormed by Israeli troops. Mobile phone footage inside NASA hospital in Khan Yunis showed lines of patients on beds in crowded corridors. In recent days, the hospital has become the focal point of Israel's ground offensive. 
Israeli troops, tanks and snipers have surrounded Nasser Hospital for at least a week, with food, water and supplies inside dwindling and fire from outside killing several people, according to health officials. More recently, the Israeli seizure of the hospital caused chaos as health officials said four people in intensive care died after their oxygen was cut off. Israel's military said it had credible intelligence that Hamas had held hostages there and that the hostages' remains might still be inside. I'm Karen Shamas. A Ford executive is weighing a production move after the costly union strike last year. The CEO of Ford, Jim Farley, says the contentious strike last year by United Auto Workers members has changed the company's relationship with the union and could affect production locations in the future. Farley tells a global conference as they look to transition from gas to electric vehicles, they'll have to think carefully about their manufacturing footprint. He says Ford always took pride in a good relationship with union workers and deliberately kept operations in the U.S. instead of moving to Mexico. But notes the Kentucky truck factory was the first one shut down by the UAW strike. I'm Jackie Quinn. Ne. 176. Despite opposition from church officials, a cross-party majority of 176 lawmakers in the 300-seat Greek parliament voted in favor of the same-sex civil marriage bill drafted by the prime minister's center-right government. The new law recognizes parental rights for same-sex couples but will not allow gay men to acquire biological children by using surrogate mothers in Greece, an option currently available to women who can't have children for health reasons. Supporters of the bill say same-sex couples will now be able to pick up their children from school, be able to travel, go to the doctor, or take children to the hospital. Same-sex civil partnerships have been allowed in Greece since 2015, but that only conferred legal guardianship to the biological parent, leaving their partners in a bureaucratic limbo. I'm Lisa Dwyer. The head of NATO has warned member countries against allowing a wedge to be driven between the US and Europe. European leaders have warned they must invest more in their own armies amid a war in Ukraine that is draining resources. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg welcomed the increased spending on defence, adding... Uh, and we should not uh, uh, pursue any path that indicates that we are uh, trying to divide Europe uh, from North America. Stoltenberg's comments come as concern grows about Washington's commitment to its allies should Donald Trump return to office. Just recently, former President Trump said he once warned that he would allow Russia to do whatever it wants to NATO members. He described them as delinquent for devoting 2% of GDP to defence. The British economy fell into recession at the end of 2023 for the first time since the onset of the coronavirus pandemic, according to official figures just released. The results are a blow for the Conservative Party government ahead of a general election this year. The Office for National Statistics estimated that economic activity declined by 0.3% in the fourth quarter of the year, down from the previous three-month period. The drop is far more than the 0.1% decline anticipated by economists. Karen Shamas, London. I'm Terry Lipschitz, thanking you for listening. Audio provided by the Associated Press. Music is by Skillcell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off the Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.